I'm Lauren. And I'm Scott. And we're the Reedies. That's right. Reedy spelled ready. It's a pun. One I've heard my entire life. So much so that we've decided to make it a thing. Ready, ready or, or not. not. On this podcast, we'll share our journey to becoming adoptive parents while also running a business together. It may not be easy, but you can bet we're ready or not. Hello and welcome to Ready or Not. Season 3, episode 4. 444. Today's title is Working to Get Through to the Other Side. Yes. We're entering week 5 or 6. I don't know. I lost count. Yeah, losing count. But (laughs) we're looking ahead to the other side. And that's really what we've been talking about with each other and with our staff. And so we really wanted to, you know, take an episode and talk about, you know, things we're thinking and theories of how we're looking to what's on the other side of this and how we grow through that. We've mentioned a lot about uh, making sure that we are ready to live the life we want to live on the other side. And so in order to do that, we got to plan and be ready for it. So that's what we're talking about. And I think it's an important thing to do because we talked about last week how we were in a funk. We were really like, oh, we're down, we're out. You know, we're trying to figure out what we want to do and how to be positive and how to have this sort of avenue of joy in our podcast. And we just decided to shift last week and talk about what we're really feeling. Mm -hmm. And so we've gotten to the other side of that. And who knows if we'll jump back down at some point. Sure. It's a roller coaster, this COVID-19. I know it sure is. And, and last week was particularly rough. I will say after the recording of the podcast, nothing really changed. It it was a tough week. It was, it was uh, busy. We had, you know, a, a toddler. We still have a toddler. We, didn't get rid of him after last week, <laughs> but it's, uh, it was, it presented some challenges last week to have our son home with us while we both had to work. And so, sure. And I was on a little bit different schedule. And so it kind of changed up. We had a routine and right. it got kind of blown up because of some work things for me. And so that caused a Everything, whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> so what we're going to talk about specifically, if you want to keep listening is five ways we've been learning to use what we know to look to the future and how we're doing that and recognizing kind of this new, the other side. And I really think that like everybody's going to have to do this. So if you haven't started thinking about that, no matter what you do, Mm -hmm. I think you're going to have to start thinking about that. And hopefully some of the things we talk about spark some thoughts in your mind about conversations to have with your spouse or partner, conversations to have with your team, maybe to have with your kids, depending on how old they are and whether they understand this. Yeah, maybe I have with your manager, with your boss, with, you know, there is a transition back into this for everyone. Even if it is, hey, how do we get back to where we exactly where we were? That's where we want to be. Even if that's where you want to be, you got to work yourself back to it. You can't just walk in and be like, oh, yeah, everything's fine. We weren't all just gone for a month, you know. So So what does that look like? Mm hmm. Number one is really interesting because for me, I feel like we have had very different experiences in our primary work, right? Mm-hmm. Not how this has worked. Really, nothing changed for you, right? Except I was home and Max was home and there was a pandemic happening. Yeah, but from a day-to-day like accomplishing my work, uh, we were talking about this with my brother on the phone last night, is my work and my workplace and you know my setup when I go and do my work, it's going back to the normal. Right. Which I didn't realize until until we were talking about it. 
But it's like when I, you know, I have this other, this like separate off one of our rooms in the house, I have this like, like built in desk office. And like, that's what I've always used. And so when I go in there, it's like, oh, I'm back. This is normal. Everything's the same. Right. Everything's the same for you. And it's Mm -hmm. just been the opposite for me. And so what is interesting is that we previously at the beginning of this, before all this started, we were used to working 40 plus hour weeks. Mm -hmm. We're used to sending our son to daycare eight to nine hours a day. Mm Mm-hmm. We were used to, and mind you, we work, well, I work for myself. I suppose you work for other people, but we work for ourselves most of the time. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm very self-directed. I'm a a work from home guy. Most of my management is in another state. So like, yeah, I am very independent and I have to work and set my own expectations for what I need to get done. Right. So even in that, we still worked a lot. Mm -hmm. We probably will, that will probably never change. We work very hard. We're very hard workers, but we didn't imagine that we wouldn't get a break and I think that's a big piece of this so the first piece that I really want to emphasize and talk about here is that it's about it has to do with identity it has strongly to do with identity because you know I've kind of been through this actually before not the pandemic <laughs> thank god but this identity uh crisis or this figuring out who you are outside of just your job so we spend mm-hmm. majority of our week with our co-workers at our jobs so hopefully if you do that and you did that before this pandemic. Hopefully you liked them. Mm-hmm. But when I left television in 2016, I had a really hard time trying to figure out who Lauren was outside of the public life that you saw on TV every night. And I had to really start digging deep into what are the things that are me and not just what I do for a living. And I think if you're at home right now, whether you own a business or work for someone else or aren't sure what you do. That's a, That's something that we have all probably been noodling on. What is my identity outside of what I used to spend 40 plus hours a week doing? Well, and I think for you, what that really came down to is, you know, your personality was also your news personality. It was the same. Right. But I think it took some time for you to work through, like, am I only bubbly and positive because that's my job on the news and that's what I need to do my job? Right. And so, and then you took that and you're like, yes, I really am that person. I'm really and that, that person. That is what I do. In and, fact, and that's okay to keep. Right. All the things that I had to be on the news, I wasn't. Mm-hmm. I was still the bubbly, positive, optimistic person. And I couldn't be that a lot of the times on the news. So I've been thinking a lot about this in 2020. And I really spent some time thinking, what is your zone of genius? What is my zone of genius? What is your zone of genius? What is the thing that you are the best at? Not necessarily the like better than everyone else, but your number one strength or skill or drive. What you're doing that kind of gets you into your flow. Right. And so when I was thinking about that, for me, for those of you who know me, my first reaction was like, well, duh, shooting and editing video, that's like my jam. And you know what? That's actually like a skill that I use to, um, to, to live out my zone of genius. And my zone of genius, what I have figured out is really about inspiring impact through storytelling. Sometimes that's video, sometimes that's conversation, sometimes that's personal development. It's about being having a vision and inspiring others to see a vision in themselves. And that's like super deep and philosophical. But the reason why I share all of that with you is if you're at home right now and you're wondering, how the hell do I spend 40 plus hours a week doing this job when I'm at home and I can only come up with, you know, 30 hours to do, there's something there to be thinking about. How do you use your time during those 40 hours work weeks and is there a way that you should be shifting here into thinking about your impact and your your zone of genius? And what does that look like as you transition back? What does that look like for your family? What does that look like for everything? 
and and for you personally, when I asked that question of myself when we got into this, that's where Feel Good Friday started, was how can I help and where can my zone of genius be used when I'm at home? Yeah, if you're going to inspire positivity and action and all that stuff through, or inspire impact, I suppose, is your Inspire is, impact is your through storytelling. I've, write, I've written yeah. it down a bunch. That's why I have it like... Yeah. So you know. inspiring impact, you were trying to get that Feel Good Friday stuff out and that is a good implementation of that. Right. So it's 15 minutes every Friday. It's live mm-hmm. and it's full of stories and videos and, you know, just little pieces that kind of do that. And that's my current way to do that. But but I've been asking myself a lot, what does that look like on the other side of this? Mm-hmm. And how do I spend majority of my time doing the thing that I know I'm the best at or I'm the most efficient at or I get the most fulfillment from? And so I asked that of our listeners, number one, what do you do on the other side of this what is your zone of genius and how do you spend your time now that you've spent all of this time realizing how much time you spent doing something maybe that wasn't totally worth it, mm-hmm. you know? Well, and that kind of leads to to my first one, number two, I guess overall, uh, is, you know, is using this time for training. And there's probably a solid mix of people who are like, yeah, what what time exactly? And that that is a little bit how I feel because it's like, I feel like we go all the time which is funny because I felt like we went, we were going all the time before too. And now we have max, but. But we're using our brains in a very problem solving way. That's very different than our 40 plus hour work weeks were before. Yeah. It was so. like, turn, <laughs> turn the work brain on work in the work brain for eight hours, then come home and be the family brain. Right. Like they were separate. And now it's like 15 minutes in one, <laughs> 10 minutes in another, five minutes in another, just get into like the family brain. It's like, Oh, somebody called me from work. I got to right. go on that. Exactly. I can't tell you how many times in the last week, my phone, like I've been playing with max and my phone has, has rang and it's someone from work being like, Hey, quick question. And to like do the brain shift. But talking about, you know, training is, you know, looking at what you can do on the other side of this. And if you do have some time, what can you be doing to do that? Like one of the things that I'm planning to do for me is, you know, look at hopefully when we get on the other side of this, that this is kind of, we still have a little bit of time here before my work will get really crazy again. And using some of that time to do some training and take some courses to like advance the next step. And like this kind of shock has kind of moved back our timeline on a lot of things for a lot of reasons. Um, And so that's kind of my thing of like, what I've been thinking about is how, what other skill set can I pick up during this period where there's a little bit of this weirdness in time. Right. And, and I know you do a lot of reading and you and I have a lot of late night conversations. Just this weekend, we went through two bottles of wine, two nights in a row, talking through some really fun One things. One bottle each evening, not two bottles, two you're nights right. in a Just row. To, so that, <laughs> you're right. It was only two total. Hey, if you did two bottles in one night or two, put no judgment. No judgment. No judgment. But um, uh, we had some really great conversations about our business and and what we do and how we do it and what it looks like and all of that. And I think that that's what you're essentially saying is in those kinds of discussions, whether they're in your head or with your boss or with your employees, what training or what kind of thing, what new skill could I learn outside of this? It might be something as simple as learn how to play the ukulele. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm it's not come kidding. Up a couple different times. What are you trying to tell me? Uh, well, it keeps getting advertised to me on oh, Instagram. Okay. Yeah. Probably will now, but I think it doesn't have to be going through a whole course. That's mm-hmm. 10 weeks, but like sure. what's something that you want to learn that you've never had the time to learn. Well, and, and it goes into my third, which kind of is related to the first two, but um, it's something I heard this week. Uh, pivot on when you're looking at your at your pivot or your shift or whatever you want to call it. Um, 
look at it not from a what perspective, but from a why perspective. So like if you're in video production like we are and you're like, how do we shift video production to this new this new workforce? That's very limiting because you're like, how do I still make videos when we can't be near people? And we, you know, you're like, but if you look at the why we do it and that's to, to inspire impact and get these stories out there and tell some of those, what are other ways that you can do that? For us, that's coming in like the live live streaming stuff has been something we've been doing a little bit for our church. And that's a way to reach people with some inspiring things that we didn't do a whole, we had the capability before, we didn't do a lot of it, you know? And so as you're trying to think through what is what am I doing and how do I shift on why I do it? And I think that the it goes back to talking about the why and figuring out what your why is, but going at all the decisions of how you shift or pivot your business, your life, everything. It's not about the what. It's about the why you're doing it. And then that makes it something you actually enjoy, hopefully, right? Absolutely. (laughs) And on that note, let's take a commercial break. We'll be right back. We know times are tough and it's difficult to navigate what's happening right now in the world, in our communities, sometimes even in our own homes. But guess what? We still have to tell stories. We might do it a little bit differently than we have in the past, but that's why Forever Ready Productions is here to help you get through this time and remember to inspire hope through video. Find out more information at foreverreadyllc.com. Hello and welcome back to Ready or Not, episode four. Season three. Weird numbers. Thanks. If you've listened this far, hopefully there have been little nuggets that spark your interest or at least get you thinking about what life looks like on the other side of this. And really what kind of sparked this topic is there's been a lot of discussion over the weekend about what does it look like to reopen the economy. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to get into the politics of that because quite frankly, it's messy. But I do think that it's starting conversations about how we do this and why we do it and when we do it and what it looks like. And so that's why we want to talk about it on the podcast today. Yeah. So let's jump into number four, which is something we've talked about in our work from home topic, the very first episode, but spend some time doing some things that you love. So that's different for everybody. Uh, For me, that's taking my camera for a spin. That's literally what I call it this weekend. When Max was napping, I said, I'm going to go for a walk. And you said, okay, where's your, what's your destination? I said, I don't know. I'm just going to walk around with my camera. And I walked around with my camera and I shot photo and video and I have no idea what I'm going to do with that. But that's something that I love doing that I don't do enough because I'm usually too busy. Um, I love reading. I'm also not super fast and great at reading. So I've been audiobooking. That, did I just make that a verb? Yeah. <laughs> I'm well, audio booking. <laughs> yeah. When I've been doing stuff like, so one of my things is watching videos about random topics that are interesting because I see them in that moment. Um, for example, the video I watched yesterday was around the engineering of why the SR-71 Blackbird works in the engines and <laughs> like it was like yeah thermodynamics <laughs> oh, and like all this okay. weird stuff that i mean i understood like 10 percent of it but it was interesting to watch why airflow goes over the wings the certain ways it does how that generates power it was interesting that's information I'm you might want to use someday nerdy. i guess yeah i don't know 
So you do you, man. But the the whole point is to do something that you kind of enjoy. And I know uh-huh. you like that. I've I know. I've weird. walked in on you watching twenty five minute YouTube videos from some dude explaining a random talk to- topic, and I'm like, what are you doing? And then you go to explain just like you did there, and I'm yeah. like, okay, well, <laughs> enjoy. <laughs> but another thing I really like doing that's been fun is um, creating memories. And I think when we are doing our 40 hour, I keep referring back to this 40 hour work week, which I don't know who said 40 hours because we don't work 40 hours. <laughs> we yeah. work more than that. But when we when we get caught up in the hustle and bustle and the busyness, I think we forget to create memories during the week. At least yeah, maybe we did. And mm-hmm. so it's been really fun, like in the middle of the day to create a memory, to go out and play or go for a walk or, you know, today before nap time, we made brownies <laughs> and, you know, just things like that spending some time and remembering the things that you love to do when you get to the other side of this. So Mm -hmm. you don't stop doing them. Yeah. Well, and, and doing some of the things that you learn that are really fun. Like we have learned that Max loves to help with stuff and that's part of, he's getting to that age, but he loves to help. Um, it's really cute. He says, help me, help me, which (laughs) is when, you know, we would say to him, help me, come help me. And so he's like, help me, help me. And that means I want to help you. I want (laughs) to like, I want to stir. I want to, you know, he wants if we made we made brownies today, and he wanted to pour every individual ingredient, I poured one in without him, and he looked at me like, "They're ruined. What did you do? <laughs> Why did you, like?" See, and that's a fun memory, yeah, and I don't want to forget that we like doing that stuff, and we can mm-hmm. do that on a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. We don't have to wait for the weekend to do that. I mean, I know that we get busy, and any anybody that's listening that has kids that are teenage, I know mm-hmm. that you're busy, and that the calendar schedule is crazy. And I'm sure they also understand like what we're feeling now, and like right, yeah, utilize the time now when they really want to with you when they want to be with you for sure but i think remembering that we we should keep doing the things we love to do after this mm-hmm. and not forget that we love to do them and they didn't become things we only did during quarantine right right so there's that piece of it is doing things that you love making time for things that you love and then the fifth piece the fifth little point that i've been really reflecting on i don't actually have answers to any of these questions but i've really been thinking about what is my vision what is my vision for what this looks like when we get to the other side? What is my vision essentially for the summer and fall, if we're talking honestly? And I've been sitting and talking about this and thinking about it and asking a lot of questions of myself and my team. What does the reopen of our office look like? What's different when we get back to the office? Um, what changes now that we're back? How do we reach people differently than we did? And 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 who who do we we reach? Who are we reaching and how is that different? And why are we reaching them? And what do they need and how has that changed since we started? All of those questions still need to be ironed out. But really, to me, it's the exercise of writing down, first thinking about, then writing down the vision for what you want the other side of this to look like. And then when you do that, obviously, Mother Nature, Life Circumstances, illness that we can't control uh, can impact your vision, but you can at least have one. And then when we suddenly have permission to open back up and Mm -hmm. run back to, I'm using quotes when I say normal, you hit the ground running. Yeah. Because you've created a a vision for what that looks like. Now, some people are listening to like, Lauren, nothing has stopped for me. IT IT folks are like, nothing has stopped for me. Yeah. And a lot of construction folks, nothing has stopped for me. Anybody who does property management, nothing has stopped for me. Well, in a, in a lot of ways, I like I speaking IT departments, that's my area. Um, I've read a lot about how IT departments have gotten a lot of praise because a surprising number of them were like oddly ready for this to happen. Like they had the capacity. Some had to make changes, to let more people work from home. Some people had problems, but like 
the infrastructure was largely there, having never used it for most of the staff, and when forced upon it, a lot of places stepped up and got it done. And th- that doesn't go back. And so how does that change how IT is done for businesses going forward? Mm-hmm. And how do we need to adjust to that? And like, and fill in the word IT for every yeah. industry we're talking about. Yeah, you know? there was this sudden change. It is now completely different. And how, when it comes back, do you change and, and, and stay into that? And so what you do, actually, I've always done this sort of visioning thing. But mm-hmm. what uh, reminded me to talk about is that we, we have Muddy's Bake Shop. It's a popular um, bakery here in Memphis. And they went ahead and shut down. Well, they were open and they were busy. But they went ahead and shut down. I think they went ahead and shut down for the safety of their employees and also to just, it's exhausting to operate that way. And Mm -hmm. um, they've since opened back up for like pre-orders on Tuesday and you pick them up on Wednesday, just once a week. And a lot Mm -hmm. of folks are adapting. But one of the things that they did that I thought was beautiful is they created a vision for what their reopen looked like. And their vision, like a lot of the themes are there, they have gnomes and it's really cute and it's all, it's all a part of their thing. They have, Names for people who work there. They're not just employees. It's cool. We've actually modeled some of our company culture off of, um, what's the name of that book? Zingerman's. Zingerman's. Zingerman's um, Guide to Good Business. Guide to Good Business. It's a seven-part series, but Muddy's built their culture off that, and we talked to the founder of Muddy's, and she said she used that, and so we also use that. It's called The Anarchist's Guide to dot, 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 and you can get like running a business, building culture, all that. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so they wrote a vision, and I read it, and I was like, this sounds like such a fun party. I want to be there. And it reminded me, we do that, and we've talked about it, but mm-hmm. but writing out a vision, what does Forever Ready look like? What does fill in the blank look like? Write it out. Imagine it. Like, Think about what you want it to look like, how mm-hmm. you want your new work life to look, how you want your new work life balance to look, and how, um, how do you do that the next five, six, four four, five, six, seven, eight, nine weeks, however much longer we have of this. Mm-hmm. What can you do now to help make that vision actually happen when you get back? Well, and I think what the paralyzing part becomes of that, and I work with this on our staff too, is like you have this opportunity to write out this plan and go ahead and fill in the blanks. There are lots of unknowns, but fill it in. Say, you know what? I'm going to be back to work in five weeks. And then I'm going to have, in six weeks, I'm going to have more clients in eight weeks, I'm going to do this, you know, this is, this is my plan. And I'm going to write out. And you know what, if four weeks, you can't go back to work, then rewrite your vision. That's fine. That's the whole reason you shift, write it. Shift it back by a week. It's easier to shift a plan than to not have one and try to like live. wing it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like filling the gap. So like it, it, one of the things I do a lot of in my job is, is project management. And I'm very much like, I'll set a timeline for everything. And then people come back and be like, whoa, 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 too ambitious. And I'm like, okay, then what is it? And right. be like it needs to be three weeks instead of two weeks. I'm like sold three weeks. Yeah. And I set it on that. But if I, if I say how long is going to take, they're like, ah, I don't know. Right. Eh, um. But if I say it'll take two weeks, they're like, no, it'll take three. I was like, fine deal. So curious. And off we go. Curious for our listeners. Yeah. When is your vision? What, what, what date do you think we open back up? Now we're open. We're just open from home. But what date do you think we move back into the office and Max goes back to daycare? Back in the office is a hard one, but. I guess if we take that as the same time we take Max to daycare, which is probably right. Um, I think mid-May we're going to be there. <laughs> okay. I think um, June. Okay. So I just want to I mean, put that out in the yeah. world. Lauren so. wants to tie me to this, but. <laughs> I just wanted uh, you to say, yeah. I hope that you're right and I'm, I'm wrong. I'll give you, I'll give you a date. It's going to be a Monday. 
It's going to be in May. <laughs> Pulling out your calendar. I, I, I think we're going to be after Memorial Day just because I think that's what we're going to need. And that's, there's talk about, you know, 14 days of a decline yep. in everything. May 18th. May 18th. Okay. You're saying May 18th. I'm saying June 1st or whatever. June 1st. The week after Memorial Day. So okay. that's what it my better vision. not be May 25th because that will be an even split. And that's no May 25th is like uh, Memorial Day. Max's birthday, your son's birthday. We won't be working. That's true. Um, okay. Well, then May 26th, <laughs> whatever. No, I just yeah. uh, I, I think May I think May 18th, we're going to get back. To, we're going to get to that phase two that they've been talking about of like, yeah. that's when limited things can start to happen, including daycares open and some limited work. If you're listening, I would love to know what date you think and where you live and why you think that's the date. Mm hmm. Send us your feedback at feedback at ready or not podcast.com. I'm real. I really want to know what people think. It's all speculation. None of us have any clue. It's just yeah. kind of fun to be like, so when do you think we're going to be back? Mm-hmm. I don't think we'll ever be back to normal. No. And that's kind of the weird part is like even picking, you know, my, my May 18th date that now I've like written into the universe. <laughs> um, Vision casting tells you to do that. And sometimes it becomes a reality. Yeah. Well, but, you know, is that full back to work, everything, our whole staff no, back in? I don't think so. No. But I think that's the, I think the daycare will be open by then. And I think we'll have like sort of, we'll, we'll start that, that trail back. Yeah. And well, I don't know what that's going to look like, like daycare. What if, they, you know, cause this is exactly what I was talking about. What if they come back and they say, you know, we can only do half the kids on half the days. Right. So you can bring your kid on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then the other kids on Thursday, Friday. That's fine. And that's like, fine. Yeah. So I'm going to write out a vision in the next couple of days and I've challenged our team to do the same and I challenge you, Scott, to do the same. I challenge our listeners to do the same. Take these five things we've talked about, about rethinking your identity and your zone of genius, Mm -hmm. figuring out what you want to learn in this time that you have left. How you can pivot on your why. How you can pivot on your why, what you love to do and how, how you carry that over into the new world. And what is the vision for what it looks like to get back to work mm-hmm. and get back to business and get back to where you want your life to be after this? Exactly. So that is how we leave this podcast. And like I've said, we would really love to hear where you're at. We'd love to hear your feedback on and kind of where your head's at in this whole process. Um, when you want to be back, what it looks like. Send us your vision. Heck, write it out and share it with us. Maybe we'll share it with our viewers as well. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for listening to episode four of Ready or Not. We'll see you next time here on Ready or Not. This podcast was brought to you by Forever Ready Productions, produced by me, Lauren Reedy, and graphic design by Brody Kuhar. We'll see you next time here on Ready or Not. Ready or Not.